Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips and picks. I'm your host, Professor Scythe. That's my actual job title and last name, which is part of the reason why the mathematical model that I've built to predict various sports outcomes is affectionately known as Sideline. You'll hear more about the model during the course of this episode set to cover select college basketball games scheduled to be played on Monday, January 9th, 2023, same day as the College Football National Championship game. If you haven't yet seen the episode, because Jared and I discuss that, make sure to hit that up before you place your bets for that game. Otherwise, in case you're here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pitswithaprofessor.com slash new for some explanations, goals, full recommendations on wager scaling, where to find additional picks and community rules. As always, remember that there are no locks in gambling. So Sideline parses its picks into two categories, plays and leans. I only make official picks from one sportsbook, so the model leans are where shopping around for better numbers and prices can help. This episode will only cover what are determined to be the best, most interesting games of the day, but the results of the totality of recommended picks. These, the model plays, and all the plays of the day found on Patreon and TikTok can be found both on BetSafe and the Google Sheet. All those links are in the show's description. That Google Sheet also contains the full set of projections and picks on every single game. And for early access to that, see the Patreon. That link is in the crawler below and the show description. It's also where you can access that Discord chat, which is the best place to get questions answered about these or other games, along with a lot of other general fun. But as always, take what you like and leave the rest. Lastly, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as we'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Cousin Jared... We talked about this a little bit on the Discord already, the string of rough beats last week. Like, Monday was great, and then it went downhill. I feel like if someone's new here, you probably haven't heard me say this. I I feel like I said it a lot during the baseball season, where it's like, if you have a really good day, the next day might be good or bad. You never really know. If you have a really Mm -hmm. bad day, the next day might be really good. And you just never know. I always tell people, like, you know, when we had three great days in a row, like maybe the next day is great. Maybe it's not. Don't read too much into it. Three bad days in a row. Maybe the yep. next day is great. Maybe it's not. You just never really know with these things. It's it's kind of been a, a bunch of funny games. I mean, Saturday, um, I don't know. The three that jump out to me are uh, Eastern Washington. I had 26 and ends up being tied later in that game. Um, Sam Houston State losing on a buzzer beater three when they're ahead 10, like a launch, just three, like at the buzzer. It's like they're ahead 10. Why is the other team launching a three? Um, and uh, I don't even know. There was one other one. I can't even remember now. <laughs> like just yeah. those types of things. And you're like, one day that's going to flip and then go the other direction. You just never really know where it is. I hope it's today because it's a lot yeah. more fun when those go your way than the other direction, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course, when you're on the other side of those things, you never forget. Uh, I will yes. literally never forget my my first trip to Las Vegas was within the NCAA basketball tournament. Yep. And I it was, I want to say like Belmont or something like that. The yep. buzzer beater three, the exact same situation. They were down like nine, you know, yep. with the buzzer threw one up and only lost by six and I, and I got the cover. So, uh yeah, it's terrible when you're on the, the losing side of those, but when you're on the winning side of those, it feels just as good. So, yeah, hopefully more uh, lucky ones coming through like that than, than bad losses stacking up in the next couple of days. Yeah, a, a, a smaller slate here for Monday and a lot of the smaller schools, but I think some really good numbers to take advantage of. A couple of interesting games. I actually really like what we put together here for this show. So uh, hopefully we'll get some better luck here going forward. But before we get to those games reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you don't miss any college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. I've already mentioned the Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. Lots of great benefits to be found over there. Above and beyond, we do here. We've got plays of the day, that Discord chat, and the option to get some ad-free shows delivered to you earlier than the general public. 
and early access to all the picks. Go to www.patreon.com slash picks with the professor for more details. But even if you're not there, we're still thrilled to have you here. Let's get to it. All lines courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up in the show description and current as the time of this recording on Sunday afternoon. Because uh, this is where we usually just say we're going to cover the big games. Then we're going to do like one random game at the end. Uh, a little tougher here, but there are three games. There are three games here on Monday that I think are interesting that are worth keeping an eye on. Um, obviously, watching the football. Uh, be kind of the main priority yeah, at least yeah. uh, for, for you and me um, here on Monday yeah. but but three games I think are interesting for various reasons and then we'll get to some extra picks just because I I, I can't put them as the big games because they're, they're just not but, but again of the three games here the first one 6 p.m central Colgate at Army uh, most of the games here on this Monday are um the HBCU conference is playing a little bit usually weaker quality of basketball. This was a Patriot League game and two teams that are kind of kind of risen to the top of the Patriot League. Two of the better teams, Wednesday Armies, which really great as of like Colgate's look pretty solid as well. Both teams just kind of on a roll. It seems like both teams nine and seven, but again, I, I for the Patriot League, I think pretty pretty good quality teams here. Total in this one's 154 and a half. So we're expecting a lot of points. Again, should be a fun contest. Colgate is a six and a half point favorite. Uh, because we're gonna grab Army and grab all six and a half points. Model says it should be four and a half. It would play it as long as you're getting at least six with Army. Um we've kind of underestimated how good army has been a little bit as of late. And I think that's just a great reason why to grab all the points. Obviously seven's nicer. I just love getting seven for some reason, but uh, army at home, good enough to hang around in a matchup where, um, again, they've been playing really well. And Colgate's offense is fantastic, but the way Army's playing lately at home should be able to hang around, keep this interesting. And then we got a lot of ways that either they win the game outright or they can still lose by enough to get us the victory. Cause Jared, what's your take on this one? Didn't mention this to you before we came on, but the thing that I'm looking at here, if, if you're interested in this, I like the over 154 and a half mm. here. Uh, I have number one, uh, you mentioned Colgate's offense is really good. They put up a lot of points, uh, game in and game out. As somebody who's been on the, the losing side of a couple of Ar- more than a few Army unders this year, Army also has a better offense than, than what you would imagine for for a, a service academy. So uh, I would say that if you're interested in the total here, it's it's a lot of points, but I, I think I would lean the over 154 and a half if, if I had to pick a side. I mean, yeah, we, we hadn't talked about it, but is that are you confident enough to put that on our official record? I mean, I'm putting I'm putting a spot here. I, I've got it ready, locked and ready to go. If, if, if sure, if, let's if, let's right. do it. All right, let's do it. Locking it in now. Again, over 154 and a half because uh, you're giving you a good total there. And again, the model recommends playing Army. I think that's a good investment as well. So two picks for you on that one. Uh, another one of the interesting games here, 6.30 p.m. Central. Of all the HBCU games happening here on Monday, there's a lot of them. Uh, this one shapes up to be one of the more competitive, higher quality games here. NC Central at Coppin State. Um, NC Central, 7 and 8. Coppin State, 6 and 12. Coppin State, plays fast and that should make this one fun total this was 156 so again another one with a lot of points should be exciting uh model says nc central though who's been a pretty good team to back i mentioned them a few times they are seven and three against the number this year model says they should be favored by about three and a half and so laying one and a half is an acceptable play and the model wants at least th- th- this number and, and no more it's stopping at one and a half 
Uh, lane one would be better. Personally, I think lane two is probably fine. Maybe you push at that point instead of win. But as I kind of mentioned, some of these smaller slate things, it's not like your capital is tied up elsewhere. So I think lane two would be fine as well. Obviously, we'd rather lay one and a half because then you win um, rather than than push there if they win by 10. But NC Central, uh, probably the slightly better team here uh, on the road should be able to get it done. Because, uh, Jared, what's your take on this one? This this may be the... the uh... I don't know, the flimsiest analysis that I've provided here all season, which might be saying <laughs> something. Uh, but North Carolina Central, they have not looked bad at any point this mm-hmm. year. They have not had a game where they've just looked like real garbage. And that's saying something for a team of this caliber who a lot of times are going in and you know playing a, a pay-for-play game somewhere where they're just trying to collect a couple of checks. But um, they they – Lost to LSU by 10. They lost to Marquette by 12. They lost to Radford by two. They beat an 11 and six UNC Asheville team. Uh, I mean, they've played completely respectable. They're seven and seven on the season. So this is not one of those, um, you know, bad teams that's just been going and getting beaten up every game that they've played. They've, they've played fairly competitively in a lot of these games. And so uh, I think laying the one and a half points against a team like Coppin State, where going to be very little defense. No in, defense. In this, in this game. Uh, and so I think uh, and, and worse and worse defense from Coppin state. <laughs> yeah. And so I think NC central is going to be good enough to, to capitalize uh, on that, that really bad defense and that fast pace that Coppin state's going to want to play. Yeah. And you, and you make some great points there with how NC central's played all season. That's why I mentioned they've been good to, to better. If you just kind of backed them every game, we've backed them uh, a lot and they've been good to us and we haven't backed them. They've won um, or they've, they've, they've covered the game. Um, when you look at how they power rate, uh, in a lot of the popular models, I mean, they're around middle of the pack, which again, like you said, is pretty impressive. Um, every once in a while, you see one or two of the HBCUs jump up there in that range, but for the most part, they just don't get the top quality uh, players, and so they tend to fall towards the bottom. It's two of the weaker conferences, the the MIAC and the SWAC. Um, but yeah, like you said, NC Central, a perfectly capable team, one of those teams that. Um, you know, if they were to win the conference, will likely see themselves in the play-in game of March Madness, but could easily hang around and win that game, and and obviously then lose to a number one seed. But uh, they're they're not going to get embarrassed uh, in March. I mean, they're they're yeah. a very solid team. Like you, yeah. you kind of listed a lot here. Um, Compensate going to be one of their. Uh, tougher challenges here on the road. Um, Compensate's not a bad team. Um, Compensate's not a bad team because their offense is okay, but yeah, their defense is really bad. And so um, if NC Central is, you know, kind of the real deal like we think they are, then they ought to, you know, this is a game. Go out there, prove it, show it to us, go out and get, get the road win. Yeah. Uh, like laying a small number here, right? It's one of those where it's like you're mostly aligned with the team. One point wins so happen often. And then we don't have to, you know, laying a bigger number is tough because then it's like they don't really care how much they win, but they just want to win, right? Yeah. And so don't have to worry about that here. So it's always nice. We're going to lay the one and a half with NC Central on the road there. And the last of the bigger games here at PM Central, a game that was added about two weeks ago, Oral Roberts and New Mexico. New Mexico is a four and a half point favorite. Sideline says it should be six of all of the plays on the show. This is the only one that is not a model play, at least as of yet. The model only wants to lay four with New Mexico, but needs nine with Oral Roberts. And obviously the number is nowhere near that. So uh, the model leans New Mexico. I think four and a half or five is pretty reasonable here to lay with New Mexico. The difference in this game, both these teams have great offenses. Um, there should be a lot of tempo. The total in this one's 162 and a half. So we've had three games that, hey, if you're keeping your eye on them, should be a lot of points. It at least won't yeah. put you to sleep. Um but the difference in this game is going to be the fact that Oral Roberts' defense below average, New Mexico's defense above average. And that 
plus the home court should allow New Mexico to win. Again, that's why the model thinks on average they win by six. We are nine and four backing New Mexico this year. We faded them one time and uh, won that one game that we faded on. But what should be the best game of the night, if you have a second screen to keep on, something along with the national championship game, this would be the game to do it with. Um, Lay the four and a half with New Mexico. Again, not quite a model pick, but uh, a solid pick in my opinion because, Jared, what do you got for us? Uh, I like that pick as well. You look at Oral Roberts, two of the last three games. They had a three-point win over a 6-11 UMKC team and a three-point win over uh, an Omaha team that is also 6-11. That kind of play is not going to get it done against New Mexico, especially on the road. New Mexico is going to kind of make you look look silly. But I think probably the best analog for this game, if you go back early in the season, Oral Roberts uh, took a trip out and played Utah State. Uh, Utah State team that's uh, very similar to New Mexico in the way that they play offense can score a lot of points and Oral Roberts lost that one by 10 points on the road I think that New Mexico is just a much better version of Utah State and so just I personally can't see uh, Oral Roberts covering this number on the road I mean that's just that's that's not an easy trip and so I just it seems like a, a not enough points for, for that kind of road trip at this point in the year yeah, absolutely. New Mexico uh, kind of had a little bit of a skid here lately. Lost their last two games. Uh, you know, a weak non-conference for the most part with New Mexico, but three games really stick out. New Mexico won at a St. Mary's team that looks really good right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, flying up everybody's power ratings uh, at St. Mary's, and that win's looking really good. Uh, they won at San Francisco, and that's obviously a solid road win, and they beat um, – Iona as well. So you've got, um, or sorry, Roadwind. I think it was neutral site maybe in San Francisco. Uh, but then they beat Iona as well. Iona, a good team. New Mexico's going to have a harder time here in conference. They're two and two in conference. So when you look at, yeah, they've lost these two games. Mountain West is maybe the top isn't that strong here, but they've just got a lot of solid teams and a lot of yep. long trips. And those yep. long trips are sometimes different, difficult with those solid teams. So I, I'm not really that concerned that New Mexico's lost two in a row here because. I, you know, they were never as good as an undefeated record. Uh, right. And they're not as bad as they've lost these two. It's just kind of maybe some bounces kind of come back the other direction or whatever. They're going to be a solid team. And the bottom line is playing at home helps and playing against a team that is a solid team, but again, no defense. And that's going to be, I think in general, most of us would probably agree that or Roberts, a solid team, but uh, maybe not quite up to par with most of the Mountain West teams. Yep, um, yep. And, and, and you guys, the, the location, that sort of thing, just really helps out a lot. Um, so New Mexico, uh, probably a good situation here to lay a small number of points like this. Again, four and a half, five. Beyond that, a little bit dicier, I, I think. Yep. And that takes us to overtime. Usually this is where we will have one game <laughs> that we like uh, to kind of randomly throw in. But again, I could not... I, I just had to put three games here because I couldn't put them in a, 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 the previous segment because those are not the games that you care to watch necessarily. But 4 p.m. Central, the early game of the day. Uh, IUPUI is playing, but not in the afternoon, which is like super depressing. Like they always play on a Monday afternoon. I'm like, right. there's, there's no afternoon games. Like what is even the point? Um, yeah. <laughs> instead, this is the earliest game here. 4 p.m. Central, Alabama State. I love getting the seven and a half here. I think it's a great number to invest in. The model likes it as well. Uh, Sideline says it should be Alcorn State minus 5.3 would play Alabama State plus seven and a half, plus seven or plus six and a half uh, down that low. But this Alabama State team, they fight. They're not very good, but they don't quit. They constantly find themselves down 10 at some point of the game and find a way to lose by eight against good teams. They've done that a few yeah. times this year. Um, against the great, the top teams, they just get the doors blown off of. But Alcorn State, not a great team. No. Um, 
and, and that's exactly what you need here when you're getting seven and a half. Uh, you know, against a decent team, like I said, they'll, they'll find themselves down eight, down ten at the half, and then they'll lose by eight. Against Alcorn State, they'll probably find themselves down, you know, six at the half and find themselves losing by five, right? If you kind yeah. of make that translation. So a team that fights hard is exactly what you want when you're getting a number like seven and a half because you don't want them to quit and it just kind of the wheels come apart those last five minutes. They're going to fight hard the entire time and try to get as close as they can to victory, which is exactly what you want here. And so again, combining that which I've seen from this team a few times this year already with the fact that the model thinks that this should only be a five point on average victory. It says, I think this is a great investment. Um, I have no idea if you can watch this game. If so, it's probably going to be on YouTube. So you're probably going to want to have to like, it's gonna be hard to find it, but right. it, it definitely has something to keep your eye on as the early game here is grabbing the points in Alabama state. Uh, Cause Jared, what's your take? I will uh, never not endorse taking points that many points uh, when you got two really bad teams. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a short and succinct to the point. And that's a great, yeah. I mean, you know, when you when you have bad basketball, just grab the points. It's not going to work every time, but yeah. it's going to work, you know, enough times to be profitable if that's kind of your general uh, angle. So absolutely, we're going to grab the points here with Alabama State. Uh, 5.30 p.m. Central, Prairie View A&M at Arkansas Pine Bluff. Pine Bluff, I feel like, is kind of our, like, adopted uh, SWAC school here. Yeah, uh, you and I discussed them a week ago in a game that they broke our hearts and should have won outright, and just you know, yeah. heartbreak city. Um, yeah. We took them again later in the week, and they just didn't show up. Took them again uh, over the weekend though, and they got an outright win as underdogs. So they're kind of a team that we're mostly back. You know, I think they're mostly playing well. I think they're mostly deserving of the love we're getting them. They're not as bad as they've been in years past, so they're still just not getting quite enough respect yet. I think. Sideline says this should be Prairie View A&M minus 2.9. We locked this one in and sent this out to our starter and all-star level uh, patrons and got this at plus five. It is now plus four. The model says plus four is as low as it wants to go. So still a model recommended play here, getting four points with Arkansas Pine Bluff. Obviously, if you want to sprinkle a little bit on the money line in a situation like this, probably a wise investment at home. They should be able to hang in there uh, against the Prairie View A&M team that is probably a little bit better, but not enough better yeah. to go on the road and win handily. We think Pine Bluff can hang in there and keep this contest interesting. Because Jared, what do you have for us? We, I, you know, like I said, I've said this before on the website. I had their listed model whisperer. And one thing that I noticed is that we seem to back Prairie View a, a lot as somebody who follows these things pretty closely. And so when sideline flips and thinks that there's value elsewhere, uh, that catches my eye, especially uh, to the tune of being so much value in the other direction that it actually makes a, a recommended play on it. So uh, for me, this is more just trying to catch sideline at the right minute uh, when it's seeing something that, that I'm not. And the fact that it's making the switch from Prairie View, which it loves to back and jumping over to Arkansas Pine Bluff, you know, is something that I think is worth an investment yeah absolutely it's a good point there we have faded preview only three times this season and gone two and one fading them so uh we've backed them 10 times so i mean you're absolutely right we tended to be on the side of preview so uh not on this one though think that four is too many points uh, again just don't think the numbers really caught up to pine bluff yeah that's kind of what the model's seeing and i don't disagree with that i think uh, uh the perception probably and, and and i mentioned this before right it, you know you'll probably hear me say this but a lot of times especially with the uh the SWAT games and, and the MIAC games to some extent too, 
the sports books just really just take the Ken Palm number and roll with it because right. there's 300 some odd teams. They can't watch all of them. And I think Ken Palm's model on this is really just holding on to Prairie View's not a good team. And I, I've watched, sadly, enough Prairie, uh, or sorry, Pine Bluff. I've watched enough Pine Bluff basketball this year. Like, they're not bad. They're not like any worse than these other teams. Like, it's all, like you said, it's all very not not top quality again better than you and i could do right i don't disrespect the players out there but but relative to what we're used to seeing with the top teams right it's just it's lower quality and you know they're a little bit behind but not by that much just from what i've seen uh again sadly watching a lot more uh of their games than than i probably would have hoped for uh which takes us to our last game here of the overtime segment 8 p.m central bethune cookman at southern Southern is a 10-point favor. Another situation where we gave out to our patrons Southern minus 9. As a model play, it's out to 10. And the model says this is acceptable to play up to 11. Southern says it should be Southern minus 12.1. We are 9-3 and three backing Southern this season. They have been really good to us. And uh, Southern kind of in that same vein of that NC Central team we talked about earlier, just kind of a solid team, not a bad team, maybe barely below average, you know, and that really distinguishes them from a lot of the teams in the SWAC where a lot of teams in the SWAC really fall towards the bottom 50 or so of college basketball. So they're not one of those. They're actually a pretty solid team here. Uh, so we're going to lay the 10 with Southern. Because Jared, what do you got for us? So you viewer, I, I don't have access to any of the information that, that, you know, you, we have access to the same information you and I do. I don't have access to any of this, maybe like a slightly earlier than you do, but that's, that's about it. Fair. And so I saw, I saw Southern and I was thinking, you know what? I feel like sidelines just been really, really good when it's back Southern this year. So I came on and I said, Hey professor, what is, uh, what is sidelines record when backing Southern this year? Yeah. And, and that's what, yeah. Nine, nine and three. Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's all you need to know. Uh, it's nine and three. Let's let's keep it rolling. Then uh, I don't think uh, Bethune Cookman is, is the team that can can uh, you know knock Southern off and and you know not have them cover a, a number like this. So uh, anytime that Southern's involved, I'm all for backing them this season. Yeah, absolutely. They've been they've been pretty good to us. Uh, and those are the types of questions. Just to throw it out there for people, if you jump on the Discord, um, I, you know, I'm not always on my computer, but if I am, I'm always able to answer those type of questions in the Discord. If you just, hey, how's the model done? You know, the model says to back this team. How how is it the model done or whatever? And those type of questions you can ask on the Discord. So uh, just some extra uh, perks there if you're if you're there with us. And those are the types of things you want to know. If not. Ask me other questions. Uh, one day we talked about my favorite ice cream flavors. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's like I said, just a lot of general fun, right? Yeah, you, you can find almost anything. On the yeah, it's exactly, exactly. All righty. Well, uh, that might be our shortest episode of the season here. Uh, six games, seven picks, um, a lighter slate here. But again, other things we covered, I think there's some great investment opportunities. Hopefully yeah. uh, we can get that luck bounce back around. Like I, like I said at the top, you, you just never really know uh, how that's going to play out. Hopefully uh, it's a new week. Right. And that way we can yeah. we can start off uh, fresh. Just enjoy any parting words for the viewer. Nope. All right. Well, uh, like I said, hit up the college football episode if you haven't yet before uh, that game, if you're still looking for how you're going to bet that one. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can show all the sports betting content we've run on this channel. It's dropped right into your feed. Be back again tomorrow with more sports betting content. Until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can get your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.